Ladies and gents, BC here. Welcome back. Another episode of Supreme Being. I have Michael, aka Your Fit Realtor, as his title says, uh, bringing him on today to the podcast. I'm going to pass it to him here shortly to introduce himself and we'll roll right into it. As always, I want to give a huge shout out to everybody who was a part of the intensive. I think we had just under 50 people. and It was really uh, good to see everybody get so much in these five days of intensive training. Those of you who are listening, um, as I rebranded Team BC University, the Team BC Intensive is the first kind of introductory thing that I offer, and it's one of the first pieces of the university. So um, that's going to be available on my website very soon. We're going to finish editing it, and we'll have it up within the next week. Okay, so appreciate you guys listening. Michael, the floor is yours, my friend. What's up? What's going on, guys? Um, so I just, I guess I could start out by telling you a little bit about myself. Um, where do I begin? So I used to be blue collar. <laughs> started hitting up Brian um, on Instagram, asking him for a little bit of advice here and there and uh, trying to do the blue collar thing 40 hours a week and do real estate at the same time. And uh, this guy, for whatever reason, resonated with me. And I don't know if you do this, Brian, with everybody else, but um, you responded to my messages, man. And you really, you helped me when I was going through a, a really rough time. And I don't know if you want me to get into that, but yeah, bro, please. I think the more transparent uh, you are, the better it'll be for the, the listening audience, you know? So um, during my time as a park ranger, uh, I fell ill. And at the time, we didn't know what it was. Uh, but I ended up getting rushed to the ER. Uh, my wife took me to the ER. And uh, I actually my heart actually stopped when I arrived at the ER Kaiser in uh, Northern California. Oh. And um I saw the light, so to speak, like, uh, you know, the thing people describe for, so for me, it was like a crystal tunnel with, um, just everything I was feeling at the time, fear, stress, all that stuff went away. Everything got quiet. And, um, you know, I guess, I don't know how long it was. I would say my wife describing said it was about 15 minutes, um, that I was experiencing that. And I just, I wake up in the most pain that I've ever felt in my entire life. So um, they had shot my heart directly with adrenaline to start my heart back up. And uh, yeah, I just remember um, I was screaming in agony, bro. Like <clears throat> worst pain you could ever imagine. It was like torture. And I remember the only thing that kind of brought me out of that was uh, the, the female doctor. She put her hand on my leg. You know, she told me everything was going to be okay. Um, they couldn't give me any pain medicine, medicine because of my heart. It would have stopped my heart and reversed everything. So um, anyways, later that night, um, I was read my last rites. You know, they, they actually asked me what religion I was and stuff. And they sent in a priest to, um, uh, come pray with me. Wow. And, um, you know, up until that point, I never really, um, I was raised Catholic and I think you may have been too, being from Latino descent. Um, I'm Sicilian. And so I never really connected with that. I kind of rebelled against that mm -hmm. culture and, um, man, let me tell you, like when you're experiencing this shit, bro, like you, you, uh, you really start to believe, you know what I mean? And, um, you're kind of hoping for anything to work, you know? And so miraculously, um, I came out of that, like I just started to recover and they literally told me, we don't know why we don't know why you started to recover. Nobody could give me any answers, which was kind of scary. But at the same time, it was like, well, the only thing that i know that seemed to work was prayer with a priest and my wife you know yeah and um 
so I started to recover and I was in the hospital for about 16 days. And, um, during that recovery, all I could think about was all the shit that I just didn't really fully do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being like blue collar and not getting off the fence and, and going to be a realtor full time. And so I utilized that time to, um, start to brand myself online and build my real estate business because that's all I could really fucking do. I couldn't walk. I couldn't do shit with my body. So, um, I, I actually, you know, like I said, I started reaching out to you and you gave me tips and I had been watching your videos before I even got my license. So, um, you know, I resonated with your, your teachings and, um, really at the end of the day, man, like it always comes back to everything you say, like the basics, the fundamentals, like, door knocking cold calling like face-to-face contact with people and um that's where i excel anyways so um anyways i i just kept it pushing and um here i am now which i i don't know if i ever shared this with you but um while i was practicing real estate and still continuing to work that full-time job um you know i got threatened with uh termination and it was because i didn't take the poke I'm sure you're aware of what that is. Right. Yep. Yep. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm just not for that. I'm about, you know, our constitutional rights and, um, just, you know, bodily autonomy in general. It's like, I'm not in a medical setting. I'm a park ranger. Like, why the fuck do I need to take this? Um, so anyways, um, that went on for months and months caused a lot of stress with my family because, you know, it's like, that's where I'm getting my benefits and assistant income, et cetera. So, um anyways uh they ended up terminating me and uh it was crazy like dude they terminated me and like that day i felt better than i ever felt in my whole life i was like i felt like i got freed from prison or something you know and um after that everything just started to excel you know and deals started to come and um things are picking up the market's now like picking up again i don't know how it is out there with you guys but it's like starting to gain traction like had a listing sell in five days recently. So nice. anyway, that's kind of where I'm at right now. That's some pretty heavy stuff, bro. Like, you know, where do we go from there? Right. Um, <laughs> I know, right? right? <laughs> and, uh, you know, because, uh, you know, I talk to people all the time, right. Um, I've met a ton of people on, you know, a lot of these events that I do and stuff and, and you hear the stories, right. Like rags to riches or, you know, but I think what you described is probably maybe what, less than 1% of the audience can actually probably relate to being in that exact same situation. You know, maybe they could say, well, I know somebody who, you know, like that happened to my grandpa, my grandma or something like that. But, you know, at at the same time. um, So I'm trying to get the timeline right in my head. You started contacting me after that whole episode was done. I did. Yeah, I did. Okay. And, uh, you know, you mentioned also the the whole issue with your, your, your job. So when you made it through that and you're out of the hospital is when the drum, uh, the bomb was dropped on you that, Hey, oh, yeah. we need you to, to get the poke or yeah. we're going to fire you. So after yeah, that, they hit oh, yeah. that. it was like, I almost lost my life to meningitis, which is like far more deadly than the other thing. Yeah. Um, and then, so my body's like recovering from this shit and they're trying to force me to take something that's going to like mess up my immune system. And I'm like already compromised. It's just yeah, scientifically like, not right right and then on top of it you know constitutional rights and all that so 
Of course, right? Even beyond that, I mean, when we look at the just the 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 logic behind it, none of it made any sense, right? But we're not here to debate that here or there, right? It doesn't matter. Um, you know, so moving forward, right? Okay, that happens. Uh, you know, the whole situation with your job happens, that back and forth. Now they let you go. So they end up terminating you over that, right? Like 100% because of 100%, that. 100%, yeah. And you go, okay, full-time into real estate. What, what, like, I mean, I guess walk people through that, man, from the moment they terminate you to like, I don't know, maybe whenever you got your first deal or first hope of a deal, how long was that? What was that like? Because I'm sure you having, you know, your wife and your family, that's a that's a very compromised position to be in, bro. And, and, and Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, believe it or not, I actually got my first deal. Um, it was, mm, I would say, five months after the the meningitis thing. So this was, this was kind of all during the storm of being being threatened with termination, right? Yeah. So I got my first deal. Um, and it's funny because I connected with a uh, with a chiropractor who's like us, you know, and sees eye to eye with that and. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, he was like advising me, like, please don't take it. You know, mm -hmm. if they're going to terminate you, just let them terminate you. Like he was like trying to look out for my health. And right. um, I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm right on the same page. And and so what's funny is um, the the secretary there who we end up I end up becoming friends with um, her grandmother had passed and she asked me, do I know anything about reverse mortgage? And, you know, see, this is where the imposter syndrome stuff comes in. Right. Yeah. And what i learned from that is i'm not trying to pretend to be somebody that i'm not like i don't know about reverse mortgage but my mentor does people on my team do so when i have people to lean on and a, like essentially a coach to lean on i can say yes i you know what and if i don't know something i'll figure it out so from there that led to my first deal um so i helped them with their trust and stuff i actually knew a trust attorney and yeah, it was awesome, man. We I made really good friends with her, and we're it's a relationship that still exists. Like we just went out to dinner um, a couple months ago, actually. So that was my first deal. Um, like I said, I was still employed, and then uh, so the the going a little bit forward to being terminated. Um, that particular day, I was in a meeting with my team, and it was. Uh, it was about 2023 goals and like vision and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Right. So it was like, you know, it was at this point where I'm visualizing for my 2023 career as a realtor mm -hmm. and getting fired from my job as a park ranger at the same time. It was, it's kind of like hilarious, but at the, you know, it just, I felt great. It was like, I was around good people, good vibes, good energy. And, uh, you know, I, somebody asked me like what I was doing. I was like reading the email, the termination email. And I told them and they're like, Oh my God. And I'm like, no, this is awesome. You know, <laughs> it was just, right, right, I right, can't right. believe I reacted like that. Yeah. You know, higher perspective. That's what I call it, bro. Where you would uh, respond in a different way. Uh, you know, one thing I want to comment on real quick and get your thoughts on it. What, what you're displaying is like what I coin and I call to people you're on code. So you're somebody who, had a particular belief, right? A core value and you stuck by it, even though that meant losing your livelihood. And, and to me, being put in that position is bullshit. Well, you gotta do this or we'll strip away your job and your benefits. That's bullshit to me, right? right. However, I know a ton of people who were put in your position and took the poke, right? And as much as I may still be friends with some of them, to a degree, a small degree, I lost a little bit of respect for them on like a man to man or person level because it's like, dude, 
you went against your own code. Like I right. get it. You don't want to lose your job, but you compromised yourself and you went against yourself to do it. Right. Can you talk a little bit about that or if that decision was just automatically easy for you? Because a lot of people struggle with that, dude. And for me, and it looks like for you, it's just no problem. Well, I, I, I tend to come off that way and I don't I don't mean to be that way and I don't mean to come off as like arrogant, like it wasn't a big deal because it was. I mean, I was under massive stress. I, like, dude, it, <clears throat> so the job is a government job, right? So it's like everybody, well, I shouldn't say everybody's dream, but a nine to fiver's dream yep. is to have a government job, right? Free mm -hmm. benefits, yep. retirement, all the shit that doesn't exist anymore, right? In our yep. world. And so everybody my co-workers my family like friends what are you doing bro just take it it's not that big of a deal you know it's like so i'm being surrounded by people you want to talk about peer pressure yep. you know what i mean so it was like the i can't even describe the amount of stress i was under but yep. there's something that um that i learned and it was when i was working uh i was actually doing sales for at&t and I realize, you know, not to, I don't want to even say anything about their practices, but I realized that I didn't want to go down that path as a salesman because it's not like real estate. Yeah. Okay. I'll just say that. And I became a, a shop steward, believe it or not, they have a union and I became a shop steward and I knew something inside me told me that if I did the right thing always that I would be protected. Mm -hmm. And so, I utilized that same belief during this time. I, I knew that if I did the right thing that that was at my core, like you said, like that I would be protected and everything would be fine. Now my job wasn't protected, yep. but I am protected yep. without the job from sticking to that. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, <clears throat> I did. And now the storm has passed and I don't have that job anymore and everything's okay. So, um, but I, I resonate with what you're saying. I mean, I, I definitely lost respect for a lot of people, especially ones that were the loudest shouting the loudest that ended up doing it. I just can't believe it, man. It just, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, bro. And, and again, and that's not to say that what you just described is easy. You said it yourself. You're under a tremendous amount of stress. I mean, dude, when I was still living in California, I felt like the one red ant amongst all the the black ants you know what i mean like i right. felt like the enemy everywhere i go people are snuffing at me and oh you know you like i i would literally hear stories and this didn't happen to me but i would hear stories of people out jogging by themselves and someone would literally pull their car over put your mask on and this and that it's like, oh yeah it's oh, real like, mind your fucking business bro like just this <laughs> mass hysteria dude and again maybe because of the way i look or i'm tattooed nobody really stepped to me and told me anything but i could tell in right. people's demeanor and how I would speak that when I was being open, like, hey, we should have a choice at least. Fuck, I don't want to get it. Right. Like, like, oh, my God, like you're endangering my grandma. You're a grandma right? killer. There we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, but, so to deal with that, like you mentioned the peer pressure, that's a tough one, bro, because this, although this is a particular situation that you went through, this can also be just immediately also paralleled with, okay, you made the choice. Hey, I'm going to get into real estate and not get a job. The right. same peer pressure. What do you mean? Get a job with benefits. Take the right. easy route, right? Take the typical route. Why would you oh, risk yeah. it all? It's it's 
it's, it's all the same. Yeah, yeah. It's a different context, but same principles, you know? Right. So to me, it's like right. that's the parallel that I've been trying to tell people. It's how you respond in that situation is exactly how you're going to respond in this situation. And people have to see those connections, man, because that's ultimately what carries you. So now right. you step into the business, you preached, okay, I'm doing the basics. Can you talk a little bit about some of the things that you're doing now and what you did back then to start this wheel turning to get you some business and get you going? Yeah. So, uh, you know, again, it's just like, I, I kind of, I'll bring it back to, um, to, so something you just touched on, uh, and it starts with like fitness, right? Like self-improvement when you go to the gym. Um, and if you look at my page, like I talk about this type of stuff all the time on Instagram, but, uh, when you go to the gym, you have to like constantly check yourself. You constantly check your ego. Right. And like, one of the biggest things that I know about working out and self-improvement is a lot of times the thing that you avoid, or I would say every time the thing that you're avoiding is the thing you need to do. Right. So like for me, that's, um, that's stretching. So, um, I avoid that shit and mm -hmm. I know I need to do it. So now what do I do every day? The first thing I do, I go in the hot tub at the gym and I stretch, I loosen my body up and I stretch. I do it every single day, like clockwork. Yep. Not because I want to do it, but because I, I avoid it and I know that my body needs it. Yep. Um, and so similarly in real estate, I mean, this is something that you see all the time. I'm sure everybody avoids door knocking. Everybody avoids, um, you know, cold calling. They just don't want to do it. They want to advertise on the internet like everybody else. You know what I mean? It's like, so, um, you know, everybody's doing this, just, you should do something different. But like, like I said, so for me, um, when I first started watching your videos, this was prior to me getting my license. So this was years ago, I got my license in 2020. Um, so I think I started watching you in probably like 2018, somewhere around there. I think yeah. you still had a, like a buzz cut. Oh, for sure. Like, you know time I mean? So it was a while ago, bro. Um, so I like watched you grow your hair out and stuff, but, um, anyways, so, yeah, you always preach door knocking and stuff. And I remember watching those videos and I like blew that off. Like, oh, fuck that. I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like that's literally every time you would talk about it, I'd be like, eh, next video <laughs> to watch <laughs> something else that you would talk about that I, yeah. that was easy, but the easy shit doesn't get you anywhere, you know? Yeah. So to compare it to working out, it's like, you know, okay, I'm going to take these supplements every day. People will be super regimented about taking supplements but then they'll eat like shit and they'll have a shitty training program and wonder why they're not making progress. Yep. You know what I mean? And it's, that's the basics. You're not doing the basics. So. I love that, bro. So, um, you know, moving forward in regards to like your career, is there anything you're specifically doubling down on any niche that you're trying to locate? Um, cause it sounds like now you're, you're getting going. Is there, is there any particular path you're going to take or, or something that you want to focus on? So <clears throat> I actually, I mean, at my core, I love to teach people and I love to coach people. And so real estate I've found is like really cool because I can coach clients and stuff. And that's somehow I end up being like their therapist too, on top of like being their realtor. Right. So I have to like kind of set boundaries with people, but, um, cause I'm obviously not a therapist, but, uh, it's just funny. Like, so I resonate with the career in that way. Um, but as far as like what, what types of uh, real estate I want to sell and, and help people buy. Is that what you're referring to? 
Sure. Yeah. You know, because some people want to go luxury. Some people want to do beachfront. Some people want to do condos. You know, some people only right. work with investors. Well, you know, it's funny, like two things that you said to me totally resonate with me. Of course, like, well, I, not everybody's like me, but beachfront. I love I love the ocean. I love the water and luxury. Um, when I first got into this, that's what I that's what I put in my mind. Like, I want to sell luxury real estate. You know, but I realize again, just like with fitness, um, you have to like tear up. Like the process is essentially the same to sell a small house, but like it's way more complex at the same time, right? So it's a lot more workload, a lot more legwork. And to just jump in and do luxury right off the bat, like there's no fucking way I'm gonna be able to do that. So I need to learn the basics and work my way up to that. So I'm kind of in the process of doing that right now. Anything particular you're focusing on on social media and regards like for your personal stuff and also to promote your business? Um, so, yeah, like, I, you know, my name, your fit realtor, I, I'm just kind of giving everybody like a day in the life of, you know, what it's like um, to be a successful person. So, like, I post on my stories every day that, you know, going to the gym, I post my diet, I post positive quotes. I talk about that stuff. And the reason why is because that's what I'm consuming all the time. And I consume that stuff because, you know, that wasn't that wasn't my mindset before. My mindset was super negative. And so I'm essentially brainwashing myself into being, you know, a positive person. And um, it's working. And you know, I've watched myself evolve over the years. Um, just people don't even believe it when I tell them what I used to be like. Yep. They're like fucking blown away, you know. And it's the reason why I tell them this stuff is because I want them to see like, you know, you can change too, if I can, you know, and it's all based off of the five senses, right? Like everything that we input into this system will change us, you know? And so that's what I do every day. And I show people how to do it. And um, if anybody needs help, they reach out to me and I'll help them. Yeah, bro. Um, can you let us know a little bit more, um, especially how to reach you, what markets you work and that type of stuff? That way, if somebody wants to connect with you, they can reach out. Yeah. So I work in uh, the East Bay area, Northern California for a company called Elation Real Estate. Um, we we work all around Mount Diablo, if you're familiar with the area. So um, some of the higher end markets like Danville, San Ramon, um, Lafayette, Moraga, I cover a lot of like Livermore, Pleasanton, uh, Brentwood area. But I mean, like I said, I work everywhere around the mountain and the 680 corridor is like our specialty, which is the 680 highway. So, nice. um, but yeah, if you guys need to get a hold of me, um, you can reach me on Instagram, your double underscore fit, double underscore realtor. Um, and then my email is Michael A at elationre.com. Cool, man. Yeah. If anything, too, email me um, the handles and if you have your own website and I'll put it in the description of the podcast. That way, if somebody um, wants to hit you up, they can just we'll literally do. click it there. I think that'll be the easiest way. Um, cool, man. So I think this is a good spot for the episode. Any any last words of wisdom to the audience out there? Just don't give up, guys. I mean, you're going to you're going to always hit barriers in your life. I don't I don't care what it is. I just told you my story. Almost died from meningitis turned it all around, kept it pushing. You're going to hit walls. You just need to pivot, figure out how to go over the wall, around the wall, through the wall, whatever it takes. Just keep it pushing.
I love it, bro. So you're gonna take over. Uh, I know some people out there actually in Danville. Have you heard of uh, yeah. Greg Greg McDaniel? No, I haven't. But no, okay. yeah, his, yeah. I think his dad has been in the business up there, but he's one of the dudes that I connected with early on in my career. And really? if you go back on YouTube, bro, Greg McDaniel's his name. I think he was the only person besides maybe like one other guy who posted like a door knocking or a real estate video before me on YouTube. Oh, really? Way back in the day, bro. Yeah. I wonder if he's door knocking uh, Blackhawk. And so are you familiar with Blackhawk? No, I'm not. I'm not. That's like the, I don't know. It's like the richest area in this around the mountain. Probably is, bro. Because I, yeah. I know he was adamant about it and he still does it. And since oh, yeah. I got my Facebook deleted and all that, we kind of lost touch. But cool, dude. Definitely a cool dude. I'll see if I can connect you guys. That'd be awesome, man. Thank you. Cool. All right, bro. Thanks for coming on. Right, uh, maybe we'll do an episode too soon. If everybody's listening, you can hit up Michael. He's another agent who's up and coming over there in Northern California. You guys know here, Supreme Being, I have the video version now on YouTube if you haven't caught it yet. And we also have the audio version. If anybody's listening on iTunes, give us a review. You've given us a ton. I think we have hundreds at this point, but all the more are welcome. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you coming on, Mike. Thanks, brother. Have a good day. See you guys.